comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to The Black Box. Welcome back to The Black Box. I'm your host, Sean Pryor. The episode that you're about to hear has been a long time in the making. I get to interview all four members of the Matinee Idols podcast as they reunite one last time. But before we get to today's conversation, um, I would like to let you all know that if you want to listen to previous episodes of the former Matinee Idols podcast, you can go to matineeidols.wordpress.com and that's idols spelled I-D-L-E-S matineeidols.wordpress.com Also, uh, as an additional note, co-host of Matinee Idols, Matt Burden, would like to also give a shout-out to the Sidebar Podcast. He meant to shout them out in the episode, but he forgot um, because he wanted them to know that uh, he was thankful for their support during the time the Matinee Idols Podcast aired. So, for those that don't know about the Matinee Idols Podcast, you're about to really get the scoop. And for those that do know of the Matinee Idols Podcast and want to know why Matinee Idols no longer exists, you're about to find out. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and we'll see you soon. Peace. Back in July of 2009, a podcast was put out to the masses by a group of four gentlemen to talk about movies. People from various podcasts combining talents to give you reviews of uh, reviews and commentary on films such as Manhunter, uh, Blade Runner, Ghostbusters, and then, you know, leading to trailer talk and to then sometimes uh, just two people talking about three random movies at once even in-depth discussions about films that I think did not catch the public eye or things from yesteryear. And from uh, July of 2009 to Halloween of 2011, this podcast ran for, I want to say, close to 60 episodes of content. I was even a guest on the show a couple of times, and this podcast was called The Matinee Idols. Idols spelled I-D-L-E-S. And the four gentlemen that were on this podcast, uh, Joey Alessio, Alec Berry, Vern Griffiths, and Matt Burden formed to make this great show um, that was on for a couple of years and, you know, hasn't been on since uh, Halloween of 2011. But what I wanted to do, and uh, after talking with Joey, Vern, Alec, and Matt, is bring all these gentlemen on the podcast today to talk about the beginning and end of matinee idols and everything in between and afterwards and so on the line right now i have the matinee idols crew we'll go down the line alec how you doing today doing fine sean how are you you know what man i can't complain thanks for being on the show man no problem thanks for having me hey, it's no problem man yo enjoy that taco bell son oh every time all right <laughs> also on the line is joey alicio joey how you doing uh not that bad surprisingly well that's good hey man pos- positivity dog <laughs> positivity that's what i'm talking about now 
also on the line is Vern Griffiths. Vern, how you Hello, doing? Sir. I'm very well. How are you? Doing great. Hey, everyone's asking you how you are. We all know how you are at this point. <laughs> See if Matt can resist asking you how you are. No, that's uh, I'm very good. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> that's all right, man. No, thanks for thanks for being on the show. My one of my biggest problems I've always had when trying to um, be either on the Matt and House podcast in the past or try to do a recording with with Vern is the name Griffiths, which is not hard to say, but for me it is a challenge. Um, <laughs> you know, when you get to the fifths part, it just like it fucks it fucks me all up, man. But I've been able to get through it, so I'm doing okay. So you did really well. It, 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 I, I get it here with uh, with English and Welsh people. So um, fret not, you okay. are not alone. Yes. Okay. Cool. And last but not least, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Burden. Matt, how are you, sir? I am very well, and I am glad that you are well too. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> All right. Smoothly done. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Like I said before. The show started in July of 2009, July July 21st, if I'm not mistaken, with the first episode being a prequel before leading to the main first episode in August of two of August of 2009, that being Ghostbusters to uh, to start it all off. Now, recorded on the same day. Yo, really now. What I'll do is, um, Joey, I'll start with you. And I'm because I got questions for everybody. But um, let's talk about how this all started. Because like I said, there's a prequel episode, but then the main, then the regular episodes. Oh, there was actually uh, that prequel one. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually recorded that once, right? And it didn't record at all, which really should have been a, a real key sign as to uh, you know <laughs> where we were going down the road. But I still remember like that we did a whole show. We were all really happy with it, and then it just didn't record at all. And then we had to redo it, so we did it like on the same day the next time. Um, but, uh, but I think the show, the show actually started between Matt and Alec, actually. That oh. was, that was where the genesis of the show started. I think they were the one that got us all together. In the yeah. Place. Cause I was doing, I was doing Teenage Wasteland at the time. I had like a one man show where I was just talking about like comic books or random things. And Matt was doing like his video series. He was doing like a video blog type thing. And I think we just started like watching and listening to each other. And we just kind of yeah. like had like a back and forth. And I think we, I had him on the show, like on my show and we did like a half hour episode. And I think from that, we just decided like, why don't we do like a movie podcast or something? Well, I think on that episode, Matt um, was was mentioning all these movies and you had- Yeah, and I hadn't seen it. <laughs> and then I think I, co- I commented on your message board that like, I think I, I sent it a list of like 50 movies. I'm like, you've seen none of these and you saw like maybe three or something yeah. like that. Uh, and then I think I wound up, uh, me and my other friend Will wound up being on your show to talk about Terminat- Terminator Salvation of all things. Which is the greatest thing. Ever. Yeah, yeah, that was the greatest thing I ever did. And I I've listened to that, that three times. I, I have actually. I have. Yeah. I've, oh, Alec, I think actually last summer, right, or something early this year, you went back and listened to that. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's still awesome. Because I sound <laughs> like I like I was so much younger. I was like 15 or something, and then Will I think was like drunk. And like Joey was just trying to make sense of the whole thing, and it's really, really fun. <laughs> but I think after that show was over, you asked me like, "You like, oh, you seem to know a lot about movies." Um, this other guy, Matt, who I knew because he, you know, frequented a lot of the same message boards and such that I did. Um, like, you know, was interested in doing. If I would be interested in doing a movie podcast, and they said, you know, they said he told you to find somebody and then Matt was going to bring somebody. And I said, I was like, that sounds great. Cause I, up to that point I had never, I've been guest guested on podcasts before, but I'd never done uh, one that I guess I could say, you know, was mine or, you know, was one I shared with other people. Um, 
And yeah, I don't remember. I think from there, I think we just it just went to email, right? I think we were just like emailing ideas and stuff back and forth. And I think at one point, yeah, when Matt, I think, picked Vern, I think then me, Alec, and Vern, I remember, got in a call. And so I remember <laughs> alienated Alec, I think, from the offset just because he had no clue what we were talking about for, like, no. three hours. Like, me and Vern were talking about, like, the fucking, like, the young ones and, like, <laughs> and, like, all these things you said no point of reference for. And uh, I remember really that. It was really able yeah. to be in the whole show for me, I Yeah, think. pretty much. You <laughs> know, <laughs> that actually, that actually leads to a good point. And I want to get back. I want want to get back to, to more conversation in a moment, but while, while this topic is up, the way the podcast was put together with you four gentlemen, Alec you know, was and is the youngest member of the Matinee Idols group. You know, Alec started podcasting as a young gentleman. I remember back during the early comic geek speak days with the forum boards, with you know, when message boards were actually a decent place for people to talk to each other or conversate, uh, when conversation was something that was viable on message boards, that Alec was new to comics. He got into comics through podcasts like CGS, started his own podcast at a young age age and then to be the youngest member of this podcast and with you know the lack of film experience because it's not his fault because he's young alec how did you take dealing with like the number of movies that were talked about how did you how did how did you take being the the young dude in the group i mean i kind of knew that going in that was going to be my role like i think i sort of like did that to myself in a way, um, just kind of like setting myself up that way. But I don't know. I just looked at like the doing the show, like it was another project, and then it was just sort of like, like I figured part of my experience doing it would be like I would be watching all these things for the first time. Like I think it like when Joey mentions that like post he made of like listing all these films and asking me if I'd never had ever seen any of them, my response being no. Like I think the show kind of almost came out of that like. Um, you know, like if anything, I'm just going to watch a bunch of this stuff for the first time. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, you know, trying to get into the conversation and talk about this stuff, like, I mean, it was sort of intimidating, like oddly enough for me at the beginning, which I think is really weird because it's just talking about movies. Like it's not that hard. I think you, you can just sit around with your pals and like drink beer and talk about movies. Um, that's not a big deal. But like for me or something, it was it was kind of like intimidating because I was like, uh, you know, I was like, I think it was like 16 or 17 when we started the show. And then, like, you know, all these guys are older, but like they'd seen all these films, like at least, you know, multiple times. And, you know, like on Vern's end, like he's actually an actor. Like, so he has like firsthand experience with that sort of thing and knows really how to talk about it and all that sort of stuff. And I was just trying to like, I was just getting to a point where like, like theme, <laughs> like basic concepts and storytelling. Like I was just kind of getting to a point where I could recognize that stuff. Um, and like talk about it. So like, I remember just kind of going into a lot of those conversations, not really sure of what to say and, and sort of almost like, uh, a little nervous, like just to say like something just in case, like I would make a fool of myself or say something that was, uh, sort of stupid or whatever. Um, so that kind of made it tough for me at times, but I tried to hang in there as best I could. I'm going to need a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to bring it down. No, no, no. You didn't bring it no. down. No, it, you, you just, you was on that reel. I think the- I think though Alec though like, giving himself enough credit on that though like I think mm. some of the best conversations were started because of like insights he made. Yeah. Um, I oh, just yeah, think definitely. I think it's unfortunate. I think we kind of set ourselves up. Like I think we I think Alec kind of got set up poorly at the beginning because he had he got to be the butt of the joke a lot. Cause like oh he doesn't know what that is a reference to or whatever. And it's like you can only take that so much, you know. And I but I always felt like I always felt like Alec rose to the challenge a lot. But he doesn't. I don't know when I talk to him about the show now, like he doesn't look back on that. 
I don't think he remembers a lot of like the really good times. I think he remembers being embarrassed like the handful of times a lot more. I don't know. It's like that, and it was just really awkward. And like I remember, like we would always record like kind of at a weird time. Like it would be like like four or five p.m. for us on the East Coast, and like I would usually be getting like right out of high school <laughs> and like rushing home to record the show. And like I might have watched the movie the night before, like and that sort of thing. So it was always like. I don't know. It was always sort of done like on the fly for me or like uh, just I don't know. It was just like something about it overall was kind of like um, it was just like sort of off the axis a little bit. But I don't know. I'm making it probably sound worse than it was. Like I do look back at it and like smile about it. Like, I do think it was a fun show. And like if anything I get out of it, like, you know, it's always that bit like that I like if any of this stuff really is like, uh, you know, like I kind of get a kick out of that like. I will claim full responsibility, but like, you know, like I might be the reason like Joey and Matt and Vern like got to talk to each other all at once or something. Like yeah. I helped that along. Like I like just that sort of, uh, it might be corny or whatever, but like that enough is like kind of makes me smile about the show. Like I know I kind of always, uh, I guess perceived, especially by Joey to like hated the experience, but I wouldn't really say that. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking through all the episodes right now. Fifty-six. You include the matinee idol extras and you know special. An invention of Alec Berry, by the way. Oh, there you go. Look, look at him. Look at him. Um, looking at all the extras and everything. The one thing I noticed that I always noticed most, and the one thing I always enjoyed about this podcast is the fact that it wasn't just your average movie podcast where you're just talking about films that either a everybody knows about that just came out it could you know you could take it back to yesteryear and even you know talk about things like say for instance judgment night okay a film that is yes. favorite uh, selection oh <laughs> 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 uh, you know you could talk about you could talk about you could talk about judgment night but you could also talk about the hurt locker you could talk about trailers but then again you could go and talk about say for instance the lookout you could go to you could go to Blade Runner, which is something that we would talk about later because that to me is still one of the most not controversial episodes of all time, but one of the more I guess Thorough. like what well, you say? If we if, <laughs> right. it's a thorough episode. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. It's very thorough. Um oh. but um, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no. Here's the here's the movie. The movie the episode I think I actually love the most or enjoy the most and there's a ton of them is the episode that came out in June of 2010 where you all talked about a film called Marty with Ernest Borgnine. Oh. I never saw that. And, you know, I never saw that movie. Never even heard of it. And, you know, and I know who Ernest Borgnine is. That was my homie in the Black Hole. That's like one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. First, terrible as as it is. That's what I. You know, I remember Ernest Borgnine best from that. Yes, I know he was on like uh, was it like McHale's Navy or or you know wow. be, you know like that old TV show from way back when. But and I know he's been in a bunch of things, but. I remember him from the black hole because that's just what I, you know, familiarize him, him with. But when you mention a film like Marty, and it was a very introspe- it was a very introspective podcast because it was one of those things where it's like, wow, these guys really went all in to talk about something 
and didn't really half-ass it. Not saying that you ne- that that you were half-assing it before because you're 24 episodes in at the time, but that that was the mark for me. That's when I knew that y'all really enjoy talking about movies and got the attention of other people to say, listen, there's more than just what is out right now. You know, let's go back and so we can look at the differences between filmmaking from way back when to, to you know, to filmmaking the way movies are done now. Acting to, you know, acting from back then to way, to the way acting is now. Directing from back then to the way it is now. There's this whole spectrum, you know, with this podcast, you know, with this podcast. And I, and I love that. And I guess to the point where I'm trying to get to, uh, trying to get to the question for Vern and like, you know, Marty has a lot to do with that because like acting is a really big thing in Marty, well, with all these films, acting is a very big thing. From an actor's standpoint, how do you feel about your role on the podcast? I kind of, I didn't particularly want to come at it from um, the point of view as uh, an actor per se going in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as it sort of, progressed it sort of that sort of became my my sort of role that i could that i had that sort of professional um capacity and and that point of view and i could see things that the other guys didn't see because because i've 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 done that you know on on whatever level and and to, to whatever um ability but um I mean, Marty was a big episode for me because it, it is my favorite movie. It, it, it was, and it became um, a, a sort of running gag in, in, in the show that, hey, this film's no Marty, but, <laughs> and I was the only one who'd seen it at that point, you know, and I was genuinely nervous going in because we would hold, we would, you know, we would pull no punches. I mean, Joey didn't talk for two thirds of the second episode because I slagged off the film that he really liked you know <laughs> and um, and he quietly fumed for like 30 minutes you know um, so we didn't pull punches and I thought that's the way that we should go you know and I was uh, and I was prepared for um, some sort of retribution I've got to be honest <laughs> and and was you know really pleased that that everyone really enjoyed it you know and um, the, the idea that uh, people will have listened to the show and then gone a and watched that film and then loved it because how could you not um is is fantastic you know and yeah and i wanted to sort of bring sort of a slightly more well not more left field choices but choices from um you know you know before color from before 1970 and and to just sort of look at look at stuff that that is increasingly these days i think really being ignored i think there's there's you know 60 years of of film that people are kind of like about just because it's black and white you know and Mm -hmm. it's mad it's madness you know um uh yeah i don't know if i'm answering your question oh no you uh, are no you are please continue please please. (laughs) but you know so so i thought that that was um so it was a really big episode and 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 it was and i was you know i was just you know you know i think probably audibly relieved that that everyone had had, uh, enjoyed it um and yeah these the actor side of stuff um i think because it's it's very easy to to be on the outside and just to kind of dismiss stuff, you know, and, and, and these, and, uh, you know, as anyone who's, who's attempted to make any kind of, well, make any kind of anything, you know, it can be, it, it's difficult, you know, whatever, whatever it is you're making, whether you're writing something or, or making podcasts or, or movies or whatever it might be that I always felt it was, I kind of had to sort of stand up for the, you know, even if the film was terrible or the actor was wooden or whatever that there was, 
there was there's still a process and, and and something has gone into it and i think you have to kind of try and um appreciate that even if you haven't appreciated the the film you know and then trying to and i was always happy to wade in both feet you know and, and sort of you know sag off stuff i didn't like but i you know i always i think tried to say to find something that worked you know and, and, and to talk about the thing that i thought worked um even in the stuff i didn't like over to Matt. When we look at the dichotomy of the team, Joey and Vern were, you know, they were the hardcore critics of the group. Dalek was the young one who brought in the different insight. Matt, your insight, you also brought a certain type of insight too. You were also like the most joyful out of anybody in the group. How does your... Clearly didn't hear the uh, stuff before the podcast all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I can be too, let's not forget that. Okay, (laughs) yes. Um, But, um, you know, but like, you know, as we all know from from Matt's days doing, you know, the, um, you know, the Burdens World video logs on YouTube to then the Burdens World podcast itself, you know, Matt, normally has a very jovial manner how was bringing that toward that type of attitude towards this podcast how did that fare for you in your opinion um i think it was kind of a a blessing and a curse really um i think i um i'm 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 not naturally an upbeat person because you know i kind of had the same stresses as as everyone else um uh kind of every day but i'd I like what I like um, and I like to talk about I like to find um, common ground with people um, in in things that you know you enjoy I'd much rather find common ground with somebody about something that we both enjoy as opposed to um, bonding over you know something that we hate um, which isn't you know any kind of fun and I think that's probably um, not where I, where at times I would struggle on the podcast because I, I I look back on Matt and the Idol so um, so fondly for for all kinds of reasons, you know. Um, Alex is absolutely Alex is absolutely right. If um, if I hadn't have, have started listening to Teenage Wasteland and and um, and he vice versa hadn't started watching a bit of Burden's World on YouTube and we hadn't kind of sat down and got together and realised that for whatever reason my entire dialogue is just littered with film reference mm-hmm. <laughs> um and for right or wrong i said have you not watched this stuff when actually you know i'm i'm not a 16 year old american guy so therefore i've got no right to kind of go what do you mean you haven't seen the exorcist <laughs> <laughs> of course you watched Jurassic well, i don't Park. know that i mean it seems like every normal 16 year old probably seen the exorcist i just think i was weird or something but no no i just think i'm picky i just yeah seriously i I, I don't think that's true i I don't think that's true for 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 like i mean for the simple fact that like geek snobbery on my part you know for like alec for your for your generation i think that's like a lot of 16 year olds i doubt there are a number of 16 year olds from like this current generation that say oh what are the classics okay let me go peep them you know this is more of a youtube generation where if it's not instantly available or if it's not like on a list that they can see right away, I don't think they'll peep it. I mean, it's possible, but it's like I've known plenty of kids that have like, you know, seen Jaws and seen a lot of those films that uh, we kind of talked about, like 
you know, right at that age that I was at. I just think like I, I don't know, for some reason growing up, I didn't really explore a lot. I didn't think that happened until like, honestly, I probably started doing the show or that, around that time. But go ahead, Matt. I yeah. didn't mean to steal your thing. No, no, no. That's cool. No, I'm just, I'm, like I'm saying, sort of, it uh, happenstance or for whatever reason, you know, us, us four kind of got together. I knew Vern previously anyway which was complete happenstance that we met anyway then um which was a you know a sleepless in seattle moment all all in its own um but um but uh, no I, I if i if i listen let's take it down to podcasting if i'm listening to a podcast and um 70 of the podcast is made up of not necessarily unfounded bitching but it is just a rant fest of I don't like that so let's spend 15 minutes talking about why I didn't like it then I'll tune out and it's not something I'll revisit um so I think my demeanor on the show um you will probably have noticed that if I didn't like the film I would have been probably just quieter as opposed to reveling in the fact I didn't like the film, apart from that Gus Van Sant movie that we we, we watched. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> that was um, the best episode. Oh, so funny. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, I, I you know I, I like to, I like to be um I, li- I like to to you know I, I don't know be kind of um be passionate about stuff I'm 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 passionate about and and, and you know and enjoy it and 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 to to be honest like things like Star Wars and and uh, I suppose Star Trek and Terminator and and Die Hard and Lethal Weapon and the, all this stuff that if you if you love something to the point of of almost obsession it's almost like um I can make fun of my sister but you can't you know, I, I know that thing so well that I can kind of affectionately, with nostalgia, make fun of it, like Star Wars or like Star Trek or, or you know, you know anything like that. Like, it's so part of you that you can have fun in that stuff without being ranty and without being that kind of meh generation. I, I tend to tune out when things become ranty. So I think, you yeah, you would just notice that if I didn't necessarily like something, I don't think I would – I think I would just step back and allow – the people, you know, you know, like if it was Vern's pick or Alex pick or uh, for whatever reason, that was their thing and it didn't click with me. What was the, what was the Cary Grant newspaper movie that you chose? Um, uh, Vern? Friday. Uh, yeah. 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 For, for whatever reason, just wasn't for me. So you probably would have heard me kind of go yes or no, or, uh, or just get stuck because the listener doesn't want to hear me you know, railing against it. But equally, when Vern didn't like True Romance or Judgment Night, it was comedic because he was wrong. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, right, man. But to be fair, the way that Vern presents um, you know, is with humour and, and, you know, he can convey this stuff without being the ranty fanboy that a lot of people have said um, that he had... listen apparently i repped a crew at one point i don't know i don't know why i don't i don't know what happened someone said it somewhere and you know Uh, it it all kicked off but no um so feuds forgot all about those yeah me i was talking to Vern this week about that wait a minute hold up time out time out wait a minute with feuds are you are you serious yeah man 
So, okay, somebody please elaborate on this, please, please. Okay, what happened was it was a trailer talk episode. See, this is how ridiculous this is now. With hindsight, you look back on it and you think, why was this the biggest thing that happened that day? Um, <laughs> it was a trailer. It was a tra- yeah, exactly. Shit got real. Um, it was a trailer talk episode, and the Thor trailer had come out, and Vern. Uh, said on the episode that he didn't like the Thor trailer and I can't remember what it was it was something about someone's beard or um, <laughs> I, 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 I feel like the Anthony Hopkins like his costume or something like that something like that it was presented here I no, what, but I'm trying to. What I'm trying to say, it was all of about three minutes worth of content, and then somebody may or may not. Do you know what? I, I could give a shit. Um, somebody who um, hosts another podcast posted something on Twitter to say, and the Rantia Fanboy Award goes to Vern Griffiths or the Matney Idols this week for their coverage of the Thor trailer, and I I might have just seen red and. <laughs> kind of um gone a bit overboard and uh, kind of screen captured all their tweets and then put them on the matney idols facebook page and insinuated that the entire content of that person's podcast in my opinion is ranty fanboy which is why i don't listen to it however i probably shouldn't have done that you know because uh, it just wasn't that big of a deal someone typed in 140 characters that it, that's it. But just don't mess with my friends. That's what I'm saying. Don't mess. <laughs> I will make you leave the country. All right. Have done that. <laughs> oh wait a minute. What would you say, Vern? I absolutely disagree with Matt. He totally should have done that. He was completely justified. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it was East Coast, West Coast. Someone was going to go down. I'm just saying. Oh, well, Matt, I think it. you're crossing wires on that one, though. I think that was a separate. The one where someone someone was claiming about Vern was a separate thing. Oh, I think shit. the Thor trailer was me and Alex saying we're sick of superhero movies, and that's why they got all mad about it. Oh, well, then I take it back. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. It was only because Vern... Someone, like, someone did get offended by something Vern said once, so I do remember that. I don't remember what it was. You know, my proudest achievement, possibly in my life, maybe edged out slightly by my daughter, maybe, is... She may or may not have Christmas presents this year. <laughs> who may or may not receive Christmas presents this year uh, is um, the drinking game that uh, Jay and, and those guys started that every time I say something wildly offensive they take a shot and they always get drunk um, <laughs> very still to this day very proud of that very proud of that in answer to your question I'm usually quite jovial unless you make fun of my friends or family in which case I'll force you to leave the country um via social media that's it that's it basically. I do think it's interesting like how accidental it was that like at, like of all four of us together like we all played pretty significant roles on the show like we all kind of worked to maybe like a particular audience or something like I, I feel like because like you kind of had like like Vern can kind of speak for like maybe the person like who works in acting or film or whatever and then you kind of had Joey who was sort of like um, I always feel like Joe is like wants to be like a documentarian or something. He's like really concerned of like getting it right and then getting it like right in a big way and then presenting it like as like a um, as like a definitive thing or something. So you like and then like Matt was sort of this like 
I don't know, you were just like almost representing the person that just loved the whole thing. But I just like, we've said all that already, but like, I just think it's weird, like how that happened by accident. Like we all kind of had like a character on the show or something. Mm-hmm. It's like such a weird thing. It's weird too when you listen to like some, you listen to like some, like, I think still, I think our best episode that we ever did was the Shaun of the Dead episode. That's like where it all felt like it clicked on every level. But Alex Riley, you go back and listen to that. It sounds like we're like in a TV show or something. Like it sounds like when we talk and stuff, like we all just knew exactly where our cue was, like what to say. Like we, we always managed to have exactly 10 minutes of banter at the beginning. And that was never was an accident. <laughs> That's just the way it always worked out. It, was, it would always, and Vern would know right when to make the right joke. Like we'd know right when to make the clothes. It was for a little while there, like it was really working like a machine, but in the best way possible, not in like a, you know, mon- uh, you know, monotonous, like, you know, kind of dry fit way, but like, a, wow, we, we came in and we knew what we had to do. And That's we right. pretty much serviced all masters for a little while. That did go off the rails eventually, but for a little <laughs> while, it worked. It worked. Yeah, and I think, it, and it, like, because we all sort of met sort of by chance, I think, in a sense, we uh, certainly Matt and I totally met by chance, you know, um, and... Uh, we were cottaging. And, indeed, yeah. And because we're all sort of, and because we're all different ages and we're all from different areas and obviously, you know, and different countries and, and, um, and, uh, are coming at it, as you say, from a, from a different point of view, from just like the pure fan or from the, um, the sort of hardcore movie nerd or the, or the actor or the guy who's not really interested in movies. I'm trying to read comics, <laughs> stop making me watch these fucking movies. <laughs> you know, whatever the, because we we did we were you know the, you know they call these things sort of roundtables and I think we really were looking at it from four different standpoints as well as um, just just more than just being four different people that we we weren't four guys who were uh, who had grown up together and all thought the same stuff I just went yeah yeah <laughs> yeah whenever anyone spoke you know there was there was often um, you know dis- dissension and there was uh, lots of disagreement which I love I'm all about. Um, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I want to put my point of view, right. and um, and I'm happy to hear yours. And and if you can, you know, change my mind about something, that that pleases me no end. You know, and um, I think I have on a couple of films where I thought I don't know, I, I didn't particularly enjoy it when I watched it, but I really enjoyed talking about it and discussing it. And and when other people had their their insight to it or their their point of view, and that that's. Uh, makes you think well, I'm going to have to watch this again with 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 different eyes you know uh, and 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 you know I enjoy in, in implementing that kind of critical eye that is actually a critical eye rather than you know you know this sucks you know when you when you look at something like I didn't particularly enjoy this but within this thing that I didn't particularly enjoy these things were done really well and this is what I think of those things in isolation and I think that I think we um managed to cover these the movies in in uh, really some depth uh, and, and as almost by accident you know and I think like because we were sort of all like across all different areas and like different facets of way you could cover these subjects is a thing. Like I think it really helped meet sort of Joey's goal of like because I always felt like you were trying to like create maybe like the definitive, um, not like statement necessarily, but like the definitive. Like if you were interested in like a subject like Night of the Hunter or something, you could listen to our show and you would get like an analysis. You would get like a breakdown, but then you would also get like a lot of the different like cultural, like why it's brought up in culture and like maybe de- debates on other things like you it kind of serviced that whole goal of like creating like a definitive source or something if you wanted it
going on to Joey. Now, Joey, I know you served the podcast in many ways, one being the engineer of the show, putting the shows together, doing doing editing and things of that nature. And also, as we've talked about on this on this podcast already, um, you know, your critical eye towards films and having things a certain way as far as when when the podcast is released. It is the you know, like like Alex said, the definitive statement, you know, for the show. I know from from personal experience, especially uh, from from years ago, if me and you try to record a podcast together where if it didn't feel right to you, it was no go. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it was it was no go because if it didn't feel right, it's it's not good. And you don't want that out in the public. And um, because you want the best, the best there is every single time. Um, was there ever a time where. As far as matinee idols go with like certain episodes or certain subject matter or things like that where you felt that the episode, the recording may not have been as good, but after it was released, it was better than you thought it was. So you mean like one that's already that's out there? Yeah, you can tell me about one that's out there, but you can also tell me about the ones that never made it out there. There's a lot of of those. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm trying trying to think of there's there's some there are there were a few that I I didn't think um, worked. And then I after the fact, I was like, oh, that was fine. Um, There's a there's a handful. There's a handful of episodes out. um, You could probably guess which ones they are, which I kind of wish we never did. But um, that was more (laughs) when we kind of uh, would change formats. That's like my biggest regret of the whole show was when we ever changed formats. He means when I had an idea and we did it. No, 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 no. I don't think I think the extra thing was a great idea. Um, But no. All right. Well, I still think I still think those random episodes where we talked about new stuff. I know you hated them, but I thought they were fun to do. It was fun to talk because we were trying to do it like weekly, and we, yeah. you know, whenever we say we're gonna do something weekly, tops will do it one month. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it, or it'll happen one time. It'll happen weekly. We meet. It'll happen one week. That's it. Uh, but uh, like, I remember, yeah, because at one certain point, um, early on, I remember, I think it was yeah, Vern, you just had so many gigs one after another, you weren't able to show up for like six months, right? It was yeah, like a really long right. time. And then yeah. Matt start. That was around the time Matt then started having. I think your ch- your schedule changed or something, and you weren't yeah. able to come as much. So I'm like, either we just stopped doing. I mean, we were only like seven episodes in at that point, and even that took an eternity like to get to, because um, the scheduling was always really difficult. Um, we had little pockets where it was working, and then the schedules would change, and that would be it. Um, but I remember me and Alec were like, we sat and we talked like seriously, and we we're like, well, either we we got to change it or we just don't do it anymore, and we decided to do that basically a weekly show we just go see whatever like new movies are out that week <laughs> and we'd we'd come and talk about the end of the day and we talk about whatever movie news came out and the reason i never wanted to do that is because when we started the show that was what i said i didn't want to do because every movie podcast that's what they do Everyone and i feel like it. and i feel like you don't get any actual discussion because people are talking about stuff as they're happening and you don't have any perspective or they're not looking at things the right way. It just becomes a lot of like it's basically just a tmz like what happened while this week in the you know you are right while you were right, there was one positive that came out of that. We both went and saw that vampire movie with Sam Neill. I fucking Day piece Breakers. of shit. Daybreakers? <laughs> yeah. We both went and saw it. You know what? Money to see that. Look, that's... Is there ever a more passionate argument on the show between me and Alec yelling at each other about that? I thought you... <laughs> That, he was like, it's good. I'm like, no, it is. I know he's like, going nuts about that. In all sincerity, that's one of my favorite moments of the show. Really? Uh, yeah, it is. It is for the simple fact because what I remember when I saw the trailer for Daybreakers and I try not to judge a movie by its trailer. And I saw that trailer, I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to go see this movie. And then when the episode popped up, I was like, y'all talking about Daybreakers? <laughs> 
wasn't I? Wasn't I? I wasn't I? Didn't I return from an absence? And I, I think I was on. Yeah, that, I, wasn't I, I think one of our last ones of of that format you popped up on and you talked yeah. <laughs> yeah that's even funnier like we talk about the movies one week and then the following week we'd be like hey matt well what did you think of those movies we talked about the last <laughs> and week I, so and we'd I, have to talk I, about them oh, again i didn't i didn't go and see them i think so we talked about book of eli again which like book of times. eli wasn't even worth talking about once let alone oh, like, <laughs> i think i just liked uh like making you scramble on the show or something i think that like that made me laugh well, I'll, like, I'll say this though: you did, you did. That was um, part of the pro. Like again, like what kind of what I think um, Sean was saying was like I, I guess in a way I romanticize what the show should be a lot. That was a problem, and I'll admit that. Like I was like, you know, if it doesn't hit my ideal, then it's just not good. And I think what Alec helped me to do that week was like that was the first time I ever had to do something like weekly, like where we had a schedule, we had things to do, like tasks to complete during the week. And at the end, we'd go and we'd have to do the show, and it would have to come out. And I think that was a good experience. Like, I think I learned a lot from having to do that. Um, but, like, I just don't think – I don't think the show – I think it changed the perception of what the show was. And, uh, and we, again, we didn't even do it that long, right? It was like a month and a half. I think the only thing we kept from those were the trailer talks, right? That was the only thing that stayed from that whole new format. Yeah, something, something like that. No, I mean, you're right. Like, looking back, that was, that was a terrible idea. <laughs> Well, but the same point, like we were doing what we could do. Like it was either die or evolve, you know, like we were trying our best to stay alive and it did keep the show alive for another like two years. Right. And, but also look at it like this though, look at the number of podcasts that were changing how they were doing the formats of their shows, not just comic book podcasts, but like a ton of podcasts out there were making changes because podcasting was really becoming an even bigger thing around, around late 2009, early 2010. That's what's that's what's crazy to think about, like with this show and like the stuff that was going on, like in two thousand eight, two thousand seven, with this thing. And then you think about today when you have like Mark Marin and like those types of podcasts, yeah. Like how like how much that sort of changed. I, I it kind of like blows me away to think that like this thing that's really becoming viable now, like like we were kind of at the beginning of it a lot of ways. precipice yes yeah. i was, like we, I was we, going to say it, it speaks to what we were we were all listening to and consuming at that time i mean you and i Sean, have talked about kind of um <clears throat> not kind of peeking behind the curtain of podcasting because it is what it is i mean i'm sat here with an ipad uh, kind of balanced on my knees right now so um when i first turned on a podcast i had no idea what was on the other end of those earphones, you know, as far as I was concerned, they, you know, they could be using, I don't know, gold microphones. Um, but these, you know, these, the people that I was listening to were pseudo celebrity in my, you know, in my mind. And, Mm -hmm. and, and you can, you can hear it like, um, uh, Alec, when, when you, when you were, I remember tuning in to hear you on CGS and, the person I heard on that episode, not not that you weren't the person that I knew, but it would be how I would have been in the presence of people that I know had made a change to my life. 
because that's that that's exactly what it was you, you know you you were there talking to people that made a huge impact in uh, on you and changed what you read and 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 you know change your habits for that week you know and and i would be i would be exactly the same and um sean when you were on 11 o'clock comics we, you and i talked after you recorded that episode and to me that was the first podcast i ever listened to and and in so many ways that podcast completely changed my life um and if you listen to our episodes i i would introduce every episode with the same line you are listening to matt and the idols episode blah 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 that's no coincidence that's how vince opens every episode of 11 o'clock mm-hmm. um you know if you if you listen to you know the format of our shows it's impossible not to be informed by what we were listening to and we, we were quite picky at that time i mean God, Joey got me in to tell him Steve, Dave, and, and the Smodcast <laughs> Network. We were listening to um, around, around comics. We were listening to CGS. We were listening to Eleven O'clock, um, and and there wasn't room for kind of any any fat at that time. So if you listen to our shows, it, so informed and well, and almost perfectionist in in its though, nature by what Alec we were listening hit, to. I kicked the nail on the head though. Like it's weird to go back to that. So, like Mad Night Idols when we came out. You had the we had the potential to be like what could be like a top ten podcast at the time, because mm. you know, and it's like now if we started a show and we we're just whatever you know, just regular old smos, that's not even a you couldn't Ooh. even possibly think of taking it like actually doing that as a, like it's like it's not going to happen because the celebrities have just they they've taken yeah. it over it's I, done. And I, f- I feel like I feel like at that time like the reason I was going to listen to podcasts was because I was see- I was seeking out other people that were interested in the same stuff that I was. Yes. And, like, I couldn't go and meet people in real life that like comic books because there was no one around. So I had to go to podcasts and get that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, any it didn't even matter who it was as long as, like, if someone else read that same Spider-Man story or whatever that I did, like, that was enough for me to listen. Um, whereas now I feel like, like, I mean, there's certainly still people that are just regular Joes talking about their interests on podcasts and this sort of thing. But I still... I feel like more people, myself included, go to podcasts now to hear a person that you know talk about whatever versus going to them for a certain topic from the mouth of whoever. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it's really switched in that way. And I feel like that's really interesting because to me, like, this was always about regular Joes. Not that I don't, like, I'm pissed at celebrities or whatever coming in and doing it. Like, I think there's definitely benefits to that. Like, I love, like, what Mark Maron's done with podcasting and that sort of thing. But it's like, it's just so weird to kind of see how it changed. It's funny, isn't it? Like before, you would you would think, um, "Hang on a second, I've I've read this issue of uh, I've read Day Tripper uh, issue two, and I want to know what Alec thought about it." Whereas now, I'm like, "Oh, Tom Hanks is talking about his typewriter collection. I'm now going to listen <laughs> That's to taking precedence. That's always yeah. Tom Hanks is always taking precedence. Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to listen to that, and and that, that's the thing. So in in my mind, I want to listen to Michael Keaton talk about his relationship with Eric Roberts. Because, because I wouldn't know that otherwise. But but without without the normal guys back, you know, it, it seems so strange to talk, kind of talk about it like it was so at the, at long ago. Time, it was only three, time, like it was, three, four years ago. You know, it was still like interesting, like the whole notion that anybody could get online and say anything they wanted. Like mm-hmm. even in like two thousand five to like two thousand eight, that was still it still had like a sort of freshness to it. But where like now it's like 
I think we're so overwhelmed with like opinions and like everybody has an opinion that like instead of just listening to whoever like you're just kind of seeking out who is the more interesting person and I'm obviously going to gravitate to like famous people. Well, well not not only that though, but the signal to noise ratio is louder than ever. You know, there aren't I don't, I'm not saying that there aren't a lot of people that that um aren't giving like clear signals or like you know making great shows, but there's a shit ton of noise out there now. And and that's not just celebrity podcasts. That's I'm talking about everything, like all 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 media forms: podcasting, radio, television, cable television, web you know web stuff like YouTube, Vimeo, all this stuff. There, Vine. I mean, we've we've hit a we've hit a spot now where we are literally we we've hit the six second video generation. Six seconds. Six seconds. Crazy. It, yes, it is. It is absolutely crazy. So there are all these things that are battling for for attention, and we and that's not even including social media with Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. To the point to where now people are literally slaves to Twitter and Facebook. It's like if they don't check their Facebook or Twitter feed once every half hour, they lose their shit. And they're not only that, but so much is also just out there. You know, I mean, not out there like just people just put they put their business out in the street now, like it's commonplace. And I think that also changed the aspect of podcasting in a lot of ways, too. The black box, by the time this podcast airs, the black box will be heading toward year five, which is something which is something that I when when I started this podcast, if you'd have told me that in 2014, the black box has still been running, I would have looked at you and say, get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's not happening. (laughs) There's no fucking way. But it's still going. If you're having fun doing this, then keep doing it. Otherwise, otherwise, what's you know? Don't worry about everything else. Just enjoy what you do and the stuff you talk about. And so now, like podcasting is at a point now, like Alex said, like you all said with the celebrities, yeah, it's it's taken over. That's pretty much the way it is with everything nowadays. There's always a test market. We're we were that test market for podcasting for like, you know, for four years, for you know, for three or four years, we were that test market. And then once everybody once everybody else figured it out, they became a part of it. And then everything changes. What's interesting is is that when you know Matt was saying, "Oh, we were listening to, and we were listening," I was, I wasn't. I was kind of, I had, uh, I at that point, I wasn't listening to yeah. any podcast at all. And I think when um, you know, I grew up reading comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of drifted away from it, and um, and so I was out of the scene. So I, I thought, well, I can't, you know, I can't afford to suddenly start buying shed loads of comics again. Back to speed, sort of like sort of seven or eight years later, and um, and and sort of the movie side of things was just a you know a sort of well I know a lot about films and I've seen a lot of films and you know getting hold of films is 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 much much cheaper you know and but point being that the the whole podcast thing was I was sort of making podcasts before I was listening to them. I say making. I was talking and Joey was making a podcast, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, um, but it's it's like um, it's like you know uh, my brother was in the air force, you know, and and he uh, he had to learn how to parachute, you know, and um, it wasn't he'd taken off in airplanes and jumped out of them. But he'd never landed in one, and we went on holidays with his wife, and they came into land, and he was petrified. No, 
he didn't know what landing in an airplane was like. You know, he'd always jumped out of them. And, you know, you kind of, you don't have a frame of reference for it, you know. And I, was, I remember at the time when, um, you know, uh, I think... I think maybe you were our first guest, Sean. Is that right? I think so. If memory, think, if memory serves me right, I think so. And, well, it was one that was never recorded, right? Possibly. Yeah, you, I think officially, if you go, yeah, I think Sean was the first guest, yeah. Right, and and and, and then we had uh, Chris Neesman was a guest and a couple of other people. And, and um, uh, it was always interesting to me because I had – you know, with the greatest respect, I had no idea who any of these people were. But because you were in that scene and you were in the scene that the guys are listening to, you you are like, this is really, you know, Sean Pryor's coming on the show. And I'm like, who's Sean Pryor? And they were like, he's really fucking, he, he's, he's fucking Sean Pryor, all right? And, you know, they were really excited about it. And I was like, wow. And it's, and that's what was interesting. And it was a really small world then. I think... And I think what we, you know, now it's, it's, we're talking about it blowing up and things like Nerdist is, is like huge and Mark Maron is huge. And, but comparatively, if you still, you know, you say to someone, I'm, listen, I'm just listening to a podcast, they still kind of go, you doing a what now? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's, that's interesting is that we, having the perspective we have on it is that, oh, you know, it's got massive and it's got corporate and it's got this and it's got that. And it's still a long way from that for 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 the populace you know there's mm-hmm. there's still um you know i think i think it's still a few years away from being as ubiquitous as as radio or television or or you you know to be you know where the point the podcast become what youtube is you know and i think it will happen and i think there's still um i don't think we should um think oh you know the yeah the gold rush is over mm-hmm. in a sense but there's still if you're making something that is um, decent, you know, people will find it, you know, and I think that was, that was the thing that amazed me about Matt and Idols, really, that, you know, Joey would be like, oh, man, this, this, this thing has gone wrong, there's this technical thing has gone wrong, or this, this, and I was like, there's no, there's no fucker listening, who cares? Who just doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Listen, Samsu was listening, Samsu would email us, we knew Samsu Well, Samso this was before, we actually, he did get a Alan. bit of a, a bit of a fan base, a bigger no, did. Uh, at one uh, point but he's absolutely. talking about like episode four you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's you know and that, that was the, that was the thing and and that that and that amazed me that you know people like jay and samson and alan and and and, and sean and, and all these all these different people would um bother to listen to it because i was having a great time chatting with with, with my new chums mm-hmm. and uh you know and and that that anyone was actually listening to it and then getting miffed about it, brilliant. You know, <laughs> I, I was always really surprised when uh, people would have, uh, you know, an, an opinion on it, really. Um, but I, I still think there's, there's uh, the, you know, I think there's a little way before to get uh, despondent about the state of podcasting. I think there's still room to I think, create something. I can't speak for everybody, list. but I think I was more saying, though, that, like, when we were when we started Matinee Idols, it was possible. The idea, and again, it was a stupid thing to think because I don't think any of us really wanted to do this as a career anyway. But I'm just saying that, like, the idea was there that oh, this, you know, if we do this right, you know, and it's, you know, there's a lot more people that watch movies and that read comics, so you know, the, it's wide open. You know, like there was an idea that you could you could ascend and you can like take this o- take this medium over, and like it was an idea that you know everyone might say that they didn't think in that, but I think everybody had that in the back of their head at one point that oh, this could be big. Um, thing more i'm not saying that now is if you're just not if you're a nobody and you start a podcast you better just do it because you love it 
because mm-hmm. you're not going to be getting you're not competing with what's out there and like if you do fucking more power to you if you happen to but i just think the window is so small now where like in 2008 2009 uh, it felt like you could you could ascend in that world pretty quickly if you did it right right so inversely kind of connected to how many people were listening though isn't mm-hmm. it because then you could ascend pretty because there were only a few you know there was only about seven people listening. You know, there was, you know, there was, you, know you, you, you know, if, if you if you do something and there's only a few, you know, thousand, even a few tens of thousand, or maybe a few hundred thousand, maybe people listening to podcasts at all, let alone to the, the sixty people who listen to us, right? Um, you've got, you know, it's it's easy, you know, those people are talking to each other. There's a little network, and um, and we know that exists because that's how we all met, you know, and so it's very to seem like you're getting somewhere very quickly and now because there are so many more and but there are so many more people listening i think it's easy to feel that you're you're being lost um when in 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 fact i think it's quite possible you could throw something out there and probably get the same listening figures that we were getting three four years ago you know i think it's like the the opposite of what's happened to television you know it's like you know tv shows are getting you know a million viewers and uh, winning Emmys and everyone's going crazy for them uh, or network television shows are getting 5 million viewers and and 2-3 years ago um, shows that were great were getting cancelled because they only had 8 million viewers Right. You know? and, and you know the, what's happening to TV it's kind of the inverse of what's happening with, with podcasting potentially I think. I, I think I sum it up with people's reactions when I use the word podcast so like if I, if somebody, um, I, I, I'm notoriously, I'm a lone driver. If somebody says, where are you going? And I'll say, I'm going to this meeting. And they say, oh, I'm going there too. We should totally drive together. I will make it very difficult for that person um, <laughs> to the point where hopefully they won't drive with me so that I can listen to Smudcast and not appear to be rude on the way to the meeting (laughs) it's like no like when i drive that's what i do i don't want to i don't want to sit and you know talk about what you would have been driving had you driven your own vehicle which is what you should be doing please um so like if 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 somebody said oh what what is um what are you talking about and now when if i say oh um, i listened to a podcast this morning or oh i was just going to listen to a podcast um you know four years ago they would have gone oh uh," and done that tolerant pretending to understand when actually they haven't they just don't give a shit and and they will just walk away whereas now they would say oh oh, right yeah one of those things how do i listen to that um it's it's almost like the kind of to bring it down to comic book terms you know 10 years ago whereas people would have gone really whereas now it's almost like oh yeah one of those graphic novels yeah 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 and they'll and they'll kind of feign some kind of um understanding about it as if they really should know what it is but really they don't um there's almost this kind of i don't know it should now be in the public kind of lexicon and people are almost pretending that, that they know what it is but it still isn't it's still i don't think i don't still don't see it as mass media i see it as it's just another thing as those people that buy the you know buy tickets for like like Vern uh, like five five years ago you 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 hadn't listened to podcasts but then you know last year you met Chris Hardwick or this year you met Chris Hardwick you know it's it's just it's just got out there but it's still very niche it's it's still it's like, so so niche 
it's like another thing on the pile, but it's like shinier now. Like it's a little more yeah. attractive, but it's still just kind of another thing. It's not like it's got a main... Taco Bell sauce rubbed on it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like someone spit shined it with Taco was... Bell sauce. Right, we're pretty off topic. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, but the... we can call back to pre-recording. No, 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 no not that. No, We've not that. that. I meant before. like I meant like the podcasting discussion. I think like we're way out now. I think. Oh, like... just let okay. go. Sorry. So to get back to it, anyway. So go. Ghostbusters, we talked about. <laughs> no, but 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 think about it though. In all sincerity, podcasting has a, the talk of podcasting right now has a lot to do with with matinee idols. In all sincerity, um, because the whole overall scope from the time you guys recorded, the whole venue of podcasting itself has changed. And and even in the midst of you know your quote unquote survival during a small period of time where y'all had y'all wanted to change up things in order to survive podcasting podcasting and the changes within that environment during that period of time were a big deal so it may kind of seem off topic but in the whole scope of things it's still it's still integral to the conversation itself but i will say this though going back to the matinee idols podcast the one thing that i think brought all four of you together if there was ever one episode that ever brought all four of you to get together it was jurassic park <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was our love of the whackness. <laughs> see, <laughs> see I'm with uh, mysteriously absent from that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've I've never seen like I know like a lot of people enjoy Jurassic Park, but I never in my lifetime had ever heard the amount of critical love and technical love for a film such as Jurassic Park until. I guessed I was a guest on said episode, and that episode, for those that want to listen to it, is also on the black box feed as well. So if you want to check it out, go back because all the episodes are posted. Go back and listen to it. It's a very great episode. That's when I knew at that moment that you guys had the ability and the capability and the sustainability for you know when you guys could record together to put out great content. Not just because I was on the episode, but that was like a gelling moment for me. You know what I mean? That was an honestly, honest and sincere gelling moment for me listening to that episode. There will always be differences and, and opinions because Blade Runner, to this day, I think not only does that episode stand not as like, you know, a thing of like, okay, the camp of either A, I love it critically and wholeheartedly, no matter what version is out, to the side of, I just don't fucking have a clue what's going on in this movie and I'm bored. The thing is, is that that episode of Blade Runner, I think, is a true translation of how I know, like, as far as the United States goes, that's how the United States views Blade Runner. If you listen to the episode, if you ever find the episode, somewhere we have to find a place to put these episodes all back up. They'll be back up. By the time this comes out, they'll all be back up. Okay. Yay! (laughs) That episode (laughs) literally is a pure example, as far as America goes, of Blade Runner. There are those that love that movie and all of its versions in a critical, visual, um, writer, director aspect. And then there's other ones that watch it and say, listen, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this movie, period. 
Well, to be fair, though, the Blade Runner episode was pretty positive. Oh, like, no, no. No, it is. because I wasn't there. Just, no, no, no. But we had, we, <laughs> what we did was, like, me, Vern, and Alec were really positive. But, like, we did give that, like, 10 minutes to Matt, like, at the end. To me, like, I don't get this. But, yeah, so I think that was the most diplomatic way to do it, I guess. Right. No, I'm not <laughs> saying. A message from the people who are wrong. <laughs> no, it, it, I'm not saying that it was negative at all. But what I'm trying to say is, is that, in a way, it. I think that episode really helped discuss, you know, really helped break down that film to a group of people that always wanted to know about Blade Runner, but didn't know how to, you know, but didn't know where to start to even try to understand Blade Runner. There, and like I said, there's still confusion to this day when it comes to Blade Runner. In all sincerity, like I got groups of friends that like that still haven't seen Blade Runner, and they try to watch it 15, 20 minutes into, it and they have to stop. To me, that's like it's really I don't want to say hot topic or, or push button, but it's just a very um. It's a sensitive film, uh, you know. It's it's a very it's a very sensitive film. I mean, but you all also brought to light movies, like I said before, a lot of people probably never heard of. I mean, you guys discussed like like Chris Nolan's early work, and we're not we're not talking about um, we're not talking about the film he did with uh, Memento. Uh, we were talking about you guys were talking about was it Following? Yeah, yeah. You know, you gentlemen talked about Following. How many people actually know about that film? I'm still surprised how many people still don't like I'll bring it up to people that mm-hmm. like are big fans of his and stuff and like they're like what's that one? Yeah. Like, it just came out on a criterion for Christ's sake. You still don't know Do what it is. They don't listen to the show. I mean, <laughs> no, they oh. don't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to anyone who doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> I met I someone the, a little bit upset you yesterday too. who listened to the show who I didn't know listened to the show and I went, "Oh, that's really weird. I'm talking to those guys uh tomorrow." And he said, "Hey, yeah, 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 you should totally do that again." And then I said, "Oh, we'll just see how it goes, you know. <laughs> we might not get on." <laughs> the Paranoid Park episode is like a that's, a, that's an interesting one because it's just like such a uh, like a straight line between I think like age groups or something. Well, yes. But the thing, the thing, I still like basically that episode was kind of like an experiment for me because I wanted to see because this is really my when I look back really at Matt cool and I the one the one thing about it, <laughs> the one thing about the show that I don't think we ever did right was like we never really talked from a point of view of like actually you know the actual frame itself like we ever like we never talked a lot about like cinematography or like what's being conveyed to the image as much like i would try to push it that direction but it never really went there and i, I said you know what paranoid park i'm like it's like it's all about the camera movement i said so if like i can give these guys and that and that's where we can go with the discussion that'd be great but that didn't happen because like i i just it was like Vern was really so tired of, oh the acting is so bad and like the, it was all about acting and plot and i was like if you just get rid of the acting and plot and watch it from a filmmaking standpoint you'd see why people think it's so great but that just alec did but no one no one else really took the bait on that one and i understand that's just whatever matter of taste like you just didn't like it you just didn't like it so much you couldn't look at it from another perspective but that was certainly what yeah, case I think where that's I was like, true and, and, and i did really hate that film but it was <laughs> well i mean i think that was one of the things that you know uh, you know, if something like this, I ended up doing something like this again. Because um, one of the things I always did was, it's kind of a thing I didn't do really in any way prepare, right? What I would do is just watch the film and then we would talk about it. And I, and um, sometimes I'd have the pl- film playing silently in, in, in the in the background as we were talking. But, um, and I think that in, in certainly in a, in, in a film, uh, in, in a case of a film like Paranoid Park, uh, when there is a specific thing that one of us wanted to talk about that we should have um, and didn't was was 
you know, to, to go in thinking, well, you may not like it, but I want to talk about this specific aspect of it. And we never did that. And I think that in a way that was this, one of the strengths of the show is that we were, uh, in in a sense, talking talking about it mostly. Cole, I know Joey always did a little. Uh, well, we did any of the research, any of the research was definitely. But it was, you know, I think the rest of us just sort of watched it and then sort of came in and sort of said, "Well, this is what I thought about the thing I've just seen." And often it was just seen. You know, sometimes it was with scheduling and stuff. It was it was you know there were four hours and the first two hours was watching the film and the second two hours was talking about it. You know, um, and I think that that would have helped and that would have made the you know the 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 show grow is is that if we uh were able to sort of do do stuff like that and, and sort of look at things from a specific point of view and have the time to go back and watch the film again from a different um point of view although i don't know that i would have been able to have made myself watch paranoid park again <laughs> <laughs> i think i think a lot of a lot of my not my content, but the, the kind of stuff that I would be excited about talking. I, I like to talk about people's first exposure to material, um, especially to think like when we did the uh, the October stuff, so when we did horror and things like that, um, uh, horror is so, um, I don't know, they're kind of these little cornerstones in your childhood. Like um, even when we talked about Jaws, like um, Alex's, uh, recounting of how he first experienced Jaws where his family felt it was a good idea for them to watch it on the holiday home on a beach when he was a kid <laughs> on holiday you know that um, I'll be honest that's funny to me you know and, and that, is <laughs> that is funny you know and and it, you know <clears throat> exposure to stuff at, at a young age whether whether um, Dan who guested on the Exorcist episode where his uncle went, you will watch best, this. Which has the best ending of any episode we've ever done. Yeah, us insinuating that I, the ending I still, of the Exorcist. I still think about that and laugh sometimes. It is, it's good. Here, do you want to go see a movie sometime? All of a sudden, I don't know. I can't remember how it, What? how did it end? Oh no, I talked about... Was um, you uh, talking about the picture of on Vern's um, uh, I said, Vern, why are you holding, holding a, a cow? Or, no, or something like that? What was it? I can't, you said, no, it it was it's the his friend's wife oh he was holding a sheep didn't you yeah, sheep. Was, just because i'm welsh you thought i was carrying a sheep as we all do uh whereas in fact i was carrying a beautiful bride uh yeah oh. <laughs> and then and went ladies and gentlemen good night and i dropped the mic and walked off um but, but most of my most of the kind of things i i um enjoy talking about is is talking about people's remembrances of their first exposure to stuff so um you know um uh, Dan seeing The Exorcist at the age of, I don't know, eight or whatever it was with the relatively odd uncle who forced him to watch it. You know, that's, <laughs> I want to talk more about that. <laughs> um, um, you know, watching, I don't know, um, Nightmare on Elm Street on a sleepover and not being able to sleep and uh, then revisiting that and figuring out that, oh, that's actually what the filmmaker wanted you to do. You know, I, j I, j I, I, I like the nostalgia um, side of a film a, a huge amount. And so, Quite a lot of the time. So, you know, in the case of the Wackness and Paranoid Park, um, like the Wackness, um, I remember I struggled until we got to the section where we talked about um, the mixtapes um, and the characters making mixtapes for one another, which is actually something that I did relate with, you know, with the film. I, it wasn't a film that I, um, I thought was um, amazing, but that little section of it, I really enjoyed that conversation. Um 
the the train spotting episode um hugely nostalgic for me because it, it dealt with a um it, you know a huge piece of my youth and, and music and, and all that kind of stuff so for something like paranoid park you know, I, I had only just seen it. It didn't resonate with me at all. Um, so Other than I, the skateboarding scene at the beginning of it. I remember that was the one thing positive you had to say about it. <laughs> yeah, and at the time I was having a second operation to re-break an arm that I'd broken skateboarding the year before. So again, I was moderately <laughs> negative. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I suppose, you know, seeing films for the first time quite often if I didn't like it, then you would notice on those episodes, you know, I'd be you know, considerably more quiet unless I found fun in poking fun at it. In which case Vern as a partner for poking fun is ridiculously good to have. And uh, I was probably a bit bullish during that episode. <laughs> I don't know what you thought Vern, but I thought it was shit. Don't you agree? You know, it, it just became, it just became like that. <laughs> it just became, it became I'll say like, what you said, Matt though. Like, I think like, I remember that I, the answer of Sean's earlier question, like that was an episode after we recorded. I remember talking to Alec and being like, "That was fucking awful." Like I should just throw it away. And him being like, "No, it was actually like entertaining." Like you go, and I'll say it. Like when I went back and listened to it, I said, "You know, if you're not going to add anything, you're going to be able to like at least be funny." And you guys were pretty funny. So the conversation <laughs> was funny to listen to, but it still aggravated me that I couldn't get like more out of you. But oh, I'm just saying that, like, but again, but that's all you know, can do. That in itself is interesting. Like, you struggling yeah. to pull anything you can out of them. Like, that was the interesting part of that show. Mm. But if you, if you, I can remember talking to, um, the, um, Ghostbusters was our first film, like, review episode, wasn't it? I think it was, like, yeah. immediate, if I remember, like, an immediate, like, we all immediately said that's what we should do first, if I remember. We did Ghostbusters, and then, was it Judgment Night or True Romance was the second True one? True Romance was... Well, right, Die Hard was technically the second one. <laughs> was it? Oh, okay, that oh, bad. Really? We recorded oh, that, yeah, that away. Um, well, well, the, I just re I remember I can remember where I was. I was working in um, a part of England called Carshalton, and I remember the exact place I was. I phoned Vern, and usually Vern and I would talk on on the phone the day after the episodes and say, "Oh, how did you think that went?" You know, much as you two would have spoken on Skype or, or whatever it was. And I can remember, um, I think I'd had an email from you, um, Joey, to say. Oh, this this is the end. Uh, I can't believe how that went, and how could anyone not like True Romance? And oh my god! And um, I remember talking to like the Vern the day after, and both of us going, "I thought that went quite well." You know, it was that was fun. ironic about that episode, though. If you listen to it, Vern is very positive about like a lot of True Romance that episode. It's literally like a ten minute thing where he's like, "I don't like it," but everything he says about it is really positive. That's yeah. I think it's kind of I'm a, I'm a very complex guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but see, like, or something like that, like, if I had known... That's why in the future I, I tried to ask beforehand, like, who liked it, who didn't like it, or whatever, so I can kind of position who was going to talk when. So I knew, like... Because the problem was, we I just assumed everybody liked it. So I'm like, oh, Vern, you go first. And he goes on to, like... <laughs> slaughter the movie for ten minutes, and it totally changed the tone, because everyone else was really positive on it, and it kind of felt like a cloud hanging over it like or, you know now i would be like all right everybody else go we'll go Vern last and then we can then talk no because then you'll get everybody's positives out of the way then we can focus on what you're talking about people have can have more of a, a leg to stand on to argue because the problem i find is when someone someone hits you something like really negative about something you like from an emotional standpoint it take it knocks you down a little bit 
Like you're not able to kind of it throws you off your guard completely. Like yeah. whereas if you kind of have an inkling about that, or at least you got off your chest what you liked about it, you can argue a bit better. And like that was more my point. That was why I didn't like the way that went so much. In retrospect, yeah, the episode's not that bad, but it took me off my, you know, it knocked me off my guard completely when we did it. Um, I think and it, in the future, it, I think we, we we adjusted accordingly with that. And episodes where people like the Judgment Night one, we had Vern go last, and that, that episode's one of our best ones. That's what I was going to say. Like the response, like public response, anyway, to to episodes where, you know, like Judgment Night and um, and True Romance, where um, maybe between the four of us, we thought, oh no, they went so badly because you know one of us really didn't like it. Oh no, what what, what does that mean? Well, actually, it just meant four chaps watched the film and had different opinions about it and then talked about it. You know, um, and I it, think that makes them really strong. I, I thought that yeah. what. You know, I used to, you know, I absolutely, I, I don't really go back and and listen to to the episodes, you know, uh, ever really. But it seems a bit weird. But you know, it seems it would feel a little bit weird, like putting on uh, yesterday's underwear. But um, it, it's, uh, it smells, but that so. that one, I've I've listened to a couple of times because I think it's it's, it's really good. I you know, and I think because. Uh, you can't, you guys can't believe that I don't like it. You really kind of stand up for the you, and I really like that because then we've got a real discussion. And I don't see any point in, you know, um, for people talking, you know, all from the same point of view. You know, we're all we all love this, and this is why we all love it. But you know, I think when you've got um, at least one of us who's like a bit indifferent or. Um, or really doesn't like something. I think then you you have then you actually have a discussion, and then you people have to argue their point. And I think that makes it much more interesting for the for the listener, you know. And I um, and like you say, I was, it was loads about the film that I thought was positive, you know, that I that I was thought was good within it. But as a whole film, I I can take or leave it. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's and I think that that's I think that's something that people need. Now that, you, that I don't like this thing, but these things are good within it. In my opinion, it's only my opinion, of course, and 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 that seems to be happening less and less. Everything seems to be much more black and white. You know, it, it, it's like this sucks and everything's terrible, and I haven't seen it yet because they haven't actually made the film yet. You know, <laughs> I, I think though, on like what Alex said though, I think a big problem that we ran into, at least on my end, was like I I think Alex said like I think I always saw the show differently. I always saw it like oh, we're going to talk about, like, movies we respect and, like, have it be a, you know, like, we can discuss it, but not so much in a, like, I don't like it, I don't like it. Like, more like, what did it make you feel? Like, what does this mean? And so, like, that was more where I always came from. And I think you guys, I think you guys are always more like... Why didn't you ever tell us? Oh. I did at the beginning when we first talked. I said oh, I really want to talk I about like, more academically. That. I would never have done academically this. Academically and stuff like that. <laughs> Joey was trying to write the greatest thesis ever written. <laughs> <laughs> just trying That's to what he was trying to do. But I think like we, after a while, found a nice balance between the two. Yeah. Like kind of what Alex said. Like, a lot of episodes, they, they feel like they touch every base. It's like you can get your nostalgia in at the beginning. You can get your differences out of the way. You can talk about you know what what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. What was the subtext? You know what? Who? How are the actors? You know. What, what, how did this live on it? Like, we, I think we managed to hit like every base, and I think 
again, it was it was not like it was easy to do, at least not for me. Like I had a lot of other work to do aside from that. Like Vern would mention, like I always put together like these long histories and like I had to edit it and I had to, you know, I had to kind of promote it, put it out, everything. I did all other jobs um, for the most part. And I'm just saying like, but I think at the end of the day, like we did strike a nice balance between, I think what we all wanted the show to be. I don't, I don't feel like we actually ever really established like I was going to say like I don't I understand why there were questions because we just kind of abruptly stopped doing it and never talked mm. about it <laughs> 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 well good that... I, I wasn't aware that we'd stop so uh, I, I yeah just... it's mad it's still like hey when did we get together uh... <laughs> one every two years you know <laughs> uh, why did the show come to an end Joey's probably got the best <laughs> account because he, he remembers all the details Joey I, I leave you the floor sir Oh, it's okay. always well, Joey, and this is the whole reason uh, that it will crash him down. This is fucking why. <laughs> oh, you'll be sure. You can tell your feelings about the matter right you, after I'm done. Don't you, worry you, about you. it. <laughs> well, the thing that's weird is it's it's funny because uh, earlier in 2011 was like I think when we hit our like our zenith, like that was the moment when we were the most popular, where the show was most working. Because um, I was like when we I think. It's like from that we did like that RoboCop, His Girl Friday, like Paranoid Park, Goodfellas, like that little section right there. I think that was the the section where we were all the most like on the same page, and like stuff was coming out regularly. Like it was not as much of a hassle to get everybody together. Like we were picking films a lot easier. Um, and then like the Goodfellas one, especially like you know that blew up. Like it brought so many people to the show. And then like right after that, like we just stopped recording for like a few months right because we, we had that we were supposed to do like the we were supposed to do a woody allen what like a annie hall episode which we all agreed was terrible and threw away um and then i don't know then we're like we're gonna do train spotting and it took what like three months or something like that yeah. to finally record the train spotting episode uh, which alex had not even finished watching when we recorded um <laughs> and uh like it kind of that that to me like painted a nice picture of what happened it was like we got a little taste of like oh this is what it feels to be somewhat successful at this that we've been doing for like a few years now and then it was like oh then it was like i don't know something happened that summer where like suddenly everyone was too busy or couldn't be bothered to do it it seemed um and we did do that train spy episode eventually and i think that's a really good episode actually um and then we became really reliant on doing like the trailer episodes and stuff because it didn't require like a lot of work. And I remember people stopped showing. I remember that we had like um, uh, Taylor Pithers, like he filled in for the last one of those, I think, because Matt was too couldn't make it. Um, and then I uh, yeah, what did we do? Then we yeah, then we, we tried to do their month of horror again, which I think was like what the third time. Or the second yeah. time. Second, yeah. uh, second time, okay. I think. Second time. All right. And, like, we had lined up all these shows, and, like, I think we had Gabriel Hardman on for Night of Hunter, which everyone showed up for. And then um, it was in that American Werewolf in London episode where I just felt like the air, like, went out of the room. I was just like, no one wants to do this anymore. And it was getting, like, I don't That's still, I think, like, one of the worst episodes we ever did. Like, it was just so, like, I mean, Matt, I remember Matt and Alec didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> Ver- it was me and Vern like really tr- it, was, it was me and Vern like trying so hard to like keep the conversation going and it, and we were really everyone was positive everyone likes the movie but like nobody had anything to say and we were just like I remember at one point um, we were talking about like oh we should have the uh, we should have the um, the feedback we should read the feedback first it'll give us stuff to talk about and I'm like that's that was it for me I was like I don't that's it then why even do it 
if we can't think of anything to say anymore, like we don't really, and it was so hard. I think with that one, that was one of those things that was, I think that was a poor choice of movie because although it was a movie that we all like, when you all like something, then it, you know, like, you know, to go back to true romance, when one of us doesn't agree, then it gives everyone a clear standpoint. When we're all stood on the same side of the fence going, hey, this grass is just green enough. Um, no, no, I don't, it, I don't think that was it, though. Like, think, there, was a, there was just a, a vibe. Like, I don't know. Just, nobody had it in them anymore, it felt like. And it was, it was, why, it was so hard. Like, why did we all lose interest? There's gotta I know be, like, you definitely piece. were the first one that started with, like, yeah. <laughs> so maybe you should expound on that. That's just a comic. going on. And, and I think that was the thing, is there was that sort of change that Alec had gone away, and, and um, you know, he had, you know, as, as, uh, you know, rightly so. We we were the drugs. Uh, it was drugs, uh, mostly drugs, etc. And you know, we were the girlfriend he left at home, and that I thought that was yeah. that was perfectly justifiable and, and and only right. You know, um, and I don't know. I think it's one of those things. It's it's like when you know, as Alex will now learn. Um, you know, when you leave college, and and those friends you think are going to be your friends forever, you eventually stop. <laughs> talking to them do you know what I mean I think it's that kind of thing when the, when it's a month in between shows that copable with but when it becomes two months or three months and then one of us suddenly at the last minute can't make it because of family stuff or because of sudden jobs that was always my thing was that suddenly there would be a job and it's like sorry guys I've just got a job I've got to go away for four months um, and I would never know where I was going to be or whether I would have internet or you know blah 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 and and you know I I don't know that. I, I mean, I certainly never felt. Oh, I'm really glad this is ending. Never felt that at all. I always thought, oh, we'll, we'll you know, hopefully the guys can keep it going, and, and I'll, I'll drop back in, and I'll be able to get back to it. And it, I think you know the gaps just get bigger, and, and it just becomes you know you lose the momentum. And I think when you lose the momentum, um, that's that's fatal, you know. And, and I and I think it's a shame because I, I you know I, I think I think back on it fondly, and. Um, and I, and I, and I, you know, I miss doing it, you know, and, and, you know, especially over the last kind of, I've been talking to Matt about this over the last kind of six months or something, there have been like when I saw, or maybe a bit longer when I saw the, the third Batman film and I was like, oh, I really want to slag this off to Joey. <laughs> um, it's better that that never happened because that would not have ended well. <laughs> enjoyed that at all, but that's funny to me. And, <laughs> and you know, uh, when Man of Steel came out, I kind of oh, I really want to rage about parts of this film. And I really want to somewhat vent, you know. Um, there and, are podcasts you can do that on, the kind of podcast that would tweet about our show. You know, you, you could do that. You could have guessed it on... on... <laughs> you know, put my opinion and, and sort of and, and be, have it tempered by people who are... Uh, whose balance is elsewhere kind of thing, you know. Because um, I don't want to be an internet douche. Um, uh, but I, well, a little bit. But, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, that's that's been sort of, uh, you know, happening in my head a lot recently is that, ah, oh, I kind of want to, there's, there's stuff that isn't, people are saying stuff, and there's lots of people saying lots of stuff about these things, but people aren't saying, no one's saying what I think. And, um, and, that, and that can be frustrating. So there. Well, I think, I think would, at some point, these classic Matney Idol moments. Like I, and then there's a really big fucking pause right at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I was like, saying, uh, it, it wasn't like the, it wasn't like though we actually, at one point we did have a conversation about like finishing the show. Cause I know like the last episode that ever came out is weird because only I'm on it. Like I talked to Saber <laughs> because Matt never showed up. Alec was supposed to be on it. He's like, I don't feel like doing it. So he just recorded it. And like, and that was it. Like that was the last time that, you know, a show ever came out. But we had talked about we had talked about doing like a chasing Amy one. I remember, which mm. I remember we actually set a recording date. Only me and Matt showed up, and we had poor Samsa thought he was gonna like get to be on it, and like I was like, it's not happening. Nobody showed up. Um, and then we talked more about like making it to episode fifty, and like kind of what we were doing now was supposed to be like the last episode, um, but that just never happened. I was like, it was too many times of like. It was just too many times of like, oh hey, yeah, yeah, we'll do that, and then nobody showing up, or like everyone canceled the last second. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't be bothered anymore. And then it just kind of disappeared. That was kind of the way. And no one ever, <laughs> no one really ever after that ever really like got in contact about it. You know, like we kind of all just let it go after that. Mm. And, yeah, it was all, I mean, and everyone would sort of just go hello every now and again on social media, but it was always a let's not talk about that thing that happened that. Time. <laughs> <laughs> But I, 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 just to, I suppose the the um, American Werewolf episode. I can, I can remember. I think I was ill that episode, and I yeah, can you remember. Yeah, on like, a, uh, I think like, yeah, like cough medicine or something. There, Alex's there. drugs. It was, it, it was good. It was good. <laughs> Son of a cook. Yeah, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's mum from Transformers Two sent me a hash cake. It was great. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I can just, I just remember. Um, like it's it's a film that I like, but again, my kind of fuel for that that kind of episode would come from a film that I would be obsessed with, and um, it's a film that I like, but I've probably seen it maybe twice, and so what would normally kind of carry me through um, sat there kind of full of snot just didn't, and I can remember just going, "Yep, I agree. Yep, yep, yep," and and it it just sort of ticking over. But it's all very circumstantial. It's all about what's happening in people's lives at the time. I mean, all of those recordings took place in like my previous house, and I was always saying to Joey, "Oh, when I move house, it's going to be totally different." And the irony is, <laughs> the show finished, then I moved house. It's really easy to record <laughs> here, and I've got no podcast to record. Um, but um, yeah, you know, I was I was always recording in a front room that was kind of involved with the rest of the house. So, you know, in order for me to record, I had to kind of shut the house down and just, you know make sure that nobody was coming in or out and um it, it was just yeah it, it, you know it was it was an operation to to get things going and then yeah when you lose momentum and and um and things aren't um not things aren't gelling but if one or two of us aren't quite on point it makes the kind of memory of the good times kind of more and more distant so it's kind of do you know what if it's two months then never mind what can you do you know those things are always still there so it is a huge shame and and again you know um you know i, I talked to Vern, what you know once every you know couple of weeks and and we always chit chat fondly about about doing something but i almost think that if we ever did a podcast again i'd want to call it best intentions that needs to be the that needs to be the title of a <laughs> of a podcast because it just seems i'm surrounded by people at the moment that have got so many things they want to do but it's just one of those things where do you know what those first two chapters of that book that you've written uh, will sit there until you you know get the urge to write the rest of it or that comic book that's you know half written or um you know that hour special that you you desperately want to finish and you know you've only got 20 minutes of material um there's just so much that people want to do and and 
and for all the kind of stick I give to what I used to consider like lesser podcasts or, or whatever it might be or content for the sake of content, hats off to you. You're doing it every week. You know, you're putting something out. Um, but for me, I'd much rather put something out that I feel that I was on point with than put, you know, content out for the sake of content. And, and, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, feel comfortable putting something out that I, you know, didn't think. Do you know what? I'm going to copy that link and I'm going to post it on my Facebook page, and I'm proud of that. Or I'm going to copy that link and send it to a friend of mine and say, "Hey, you should listen to this." Because if you're not excited about it, then strictly speaking, are you doing right by you know the internet? You're you're putting it out there immediately. You're saying, "Please listen to this. I have a valid point," or um, "I think you might enjoy this." If you're half-heartedly kind of going. Ugh, here's this again um like coming back to where this all started it was teenage wasteland like um, alex last episode of teenage wasteland is is like brilliant and heartbreaking all at the same time because it was just this kind of coming around of i started this process with this in mind i've come full circle and this is where i am now and i don't want to do wrong by you and i hope you've had a good time i'm out of here you know i see you on the other side it was amazing you know that 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 that's kind of to me the whole point of podcasting it, it, hopefully you feel that you are talking as if no one else is listening but you really hope they are listening <laughs> and they're really and they're really enjoying it you know um, the best podcasts are as if you're eavesdropping on a conversation between two friends or you're just eavesdropping on someone's brain that their inner monologue is really really interesting if it's not interesting don't listen but fingers crossed you're really interesting <laughs> and everybody listens <laughs> now that's that's weird when you bring it up because like i think the good Maybe like the first 20 episodes, if not more, of the show, I was recording them like in my dad's rec room and my dad would be sitting on the couch like watching football. I remember sleeping. Shit. I remember. Yeah, like he would sleep and snore or he'd be watching football and he would yell at the TV and then I would be like talking to you guys on Skype recording. Like that's when I was doing the show. And now it's like completely different setup. I have like two fun facts, I guess, that are like tied to the show. I could say them if you guys care. Go, go ahead. One, one is yeah. um, the Manhunter episode. <laughs> I never watched that movie, but I <laughs> went along with the episode that I did because I didn't want to ruin the show. And Matt, I think, almost caught me in it because <laughs> there's like in that movie, apparently the dude has a tattoo but there's a version yeah, where he doesn't have the tattoo. I, I watched. I claim to have watched the version with the tattoo, and you were like, "He doesn't have a tattoo." But then Joey like swooped in and said, "Well, there's two versions." And I like remember in that instance, I'm like, "Fuck!" They just caught me. <laughs> I got off like, on really the cover. Smooth. On the, on you, the video. you did a pretty damn good job because you were citing like pretty intricate stuff in there. I <laughs> don't I know how. I just I've been. Wait, did you watch it the second it. time we had to do it? Because no, I've I still to this day have not seen that movie. But I've talked to you about it. <laughs> oh, I swear to God. Like, I'm even, like, as of, like, a month or two ago, yeah, I had a conversation with right, Manhunter, and you could I'm cite, good, like, I'm, specific scenes. I'm good really when awkward. people... Because I listen to you guys talk about it in depth. So, like, when I hear you guys talk about it, I can take that info and make it as if I it's my own. Like, I'm good at that sort of thing. So I swear to God, I never watched that movie to this day. Um, the second fact is that um, before we were trying to name the show... Like before we recorded it, 
that was when I thought of the chemical box and you guys all laughed at me. Because <laughs> I was like, I want to call it the chemical box. The chemical box is what you called it. That was it, yeah, the matinee chemical box. And yet, I still don't know to this day what the fuck that means, but I still like the sound of it. <laughs> <sighs> and those are my two fun facts about the show. Oh, fun facts. That's a good... That's a good See if it was my show, but it's not. No, Sean, you you take point. Now come on. Oh no! Like y'all have done all the work for me for like the last thirty minutes. Like y'all, like once, once like the the healing process began, everything just started to come out. And so, like especially with the uh, the talk of why the show ended, like that was just all truth. Iris, wait, what did you say? I said that's been brewing for years. <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously. Once that once that came out, really, I didn't have to do anything. You, you know what I mean? Like I, y'all came in at the at the right moments after Joey said what he said. There was no need for me to say anything because that's just sincere honesty coming from all of you. And it's not like you guys hated the show. It's just a majority of it is just life. Life got mm. in the way, and that's not a bad thing because we, you know. Everybody went through changes. Everybody's ambitions and goals also change along the way when other things take place and then and other things have to take place over other things. So, you know, but that's that's just how it is. And yeah, it's it's unfortunate that that the podcast no, you know, that there's no, no once again, there's it's unfortunate that, that there aren't new that there isn't new content. But like I said a little while ago to those that love the show, be thankful that there was at least time for episodes to be made you know what i mean and that's what i that's what i take from it i mean without without matinee idols i wouldn't have known about the lookout i wouldn't have known about following i wouldn't have known about marty um i wouldn't appreciate jurassic park as much as i do now i'm serious i am dead serious like i i liked jurassic park but the thing is, now because of that podcast I was on with you guys, I've watched Jurassic Park a number of times since then. I've, I fucking love that movie now. I do. I have a better appreciation for it. I actually have a better appreciation for um, RoboCop 2 because of your review of RoboCop, because of, the, because of the symbolism behind RoboCop 2. There are things about that film I still hate, but the message behind it is, is a lot deeper than people realize, um, and a lot of that talk actually came from uh, from the RoboCop episode itself. Um, you know, I like I said, I I like I said, I enjoyed the show, and it is weird. It, it still to this day because I, I have some of the old, I still have some of the episodes back. Um, you know, on like one of my hard drives. Listening to the Halloween episode is weird because, like Joey said, it's him and Tabor. And and you don't. I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's just weird for something like this. You know, it's matinee idols, but there's no Joe. I mean, there's no Matt. There's no Alec. There's no Vern. I'm like, there's Alec at the beginning. At, yeah, the, the beginning, but still, my, that my, doesn't my, count. Yeah, but still, it's 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 weird. You know what I mean? Because at least every episode, at least two of the four minimum were there, and and so in my eyes, I was like, wow. I was like, well, if another episode happens again cool if not so be it uh and that's that's just you know that's just where i left it because you guys aren't a vending machine you know i can't shake the vending machine and say hey give me more stuff we're human and you do what you, you do what you can and and when it was time to say you know what fuck it i'm done 
that's fine. And you just accept it. But the thing is, is that y'all are able to talk about it. You are still, you know, really good friends when it's all when it's all said and done, because there have been some people with podcasts that honestly aren't worth three cents that, you know, and I'm not I'm not naming names or saying anything, but like, you know, they argue and they break up the show and they never talk to each other again. I'm like, was it really all worth that? You know what I mean? But you all have found peace with it. And I think that's cool. ask one question if there was one episode that you would like to go back present day and like watch that movie again and rediscuss it what episode what film would it be die hard <laughs> <laughs> i should have guessed I, that one yeah no do you know what um the, i keep saying die hard and the only reason i keep saying die hard was because the die hard episode followed by something that happened about two weeks later uh followed by i think probably the thor or anti fanboy thing completely just changed my view of the internet and kind of how i carried myself online kind of from then on in um and it, it yeah it what we sat down ready to record the die hard episode which which was which is probably which was would have been one of the most nostalgic movies for me to talk about knowing that i would have just gone in and just gone ah here's an impression of this person and this person do you want me to <laughs> quote terror, terrorist number 2 no problem at all they you know i would have been firing on nakatomi cylinders it would have been it would have been good. But yeah, I, I, I'd just come back from holiday and I sat down and I was like, hey, fellas, let's go. And Joey said, hey, you're sounding pretty chipper. And I said, <laughs> and I said, well, why wouldn't I be? And he said, oh, there was that forum thing. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And Joey sent me a link to the 11 o'clock comics forum and there was a thread entitled That British Guy. And uh, I <laughs> two pages, and I, Two pages, I believe. Yes, and I opened it up, and it was like fifty-eight, fifty-eight comments of "I hate that guy." <laughs> um, and basically, saying I'm really how, sorry for starting that thread, Matt. I really, really. It's sorry. okay. It's all right. It's okay. Um, but yeah, but it was based. Well, in actual fact, you know, in hindsight, looking back, at it, it was like three people saying, "Yeah, that guy that phones your show is really annoying, and I'd wish he'd die." And then there. <laughs> followed by lots of people going hey you really shouldn't say that or um hey i quite like that but for, to me it was just like here's 68 people that want to talk shit about you and then um joey said so yeah you seem pretty okay with that and go and i went welcome to <laughs> <laughs> mad the idols episode five you fuckers <laughs> joey's good at bringing people down so that that was kind of like a yeah i wasn't as excited about that episode as i could have been and immediately it was kind of any any thick skin i had became thinner any any um fake pseudo internet celebrity 
oasis that I thought existed completely disappeared, which was a very good thing because, you know, like what, what a short fall from grace it was. You know, it was only two foot off the floor. Um, but, you know, so that was a good thing. It was like burst this bubble because it doesn't exist. Um, and then I think two weeks later I had um, – and, and, and I don't – I won't call him by name. We'll call him Gavin because I'm friends with him now. But um, somebody who listened to the show who I knew about 10 years before um, – kind of played a bit of a practical joke on me in that they had phoned my place of work and pretended to be a representative from BBC's The One Show and <laughs> said that they were coming down to interview people and they wanted to talk to somebody about podcasts and knew that I worked there. And so I was like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be great. And I cleared like some time off with my manager and he said, yeah, this is important to you. You can take lunch. And... Um, I emailed Joey and I, you know, my phone bill at that time was ridiculous. I was phoning Alec and Joey in America going, wake up, you fuckers. We're going to be on BBC One. <laughs> I, I have no idea why. Um, I, I phoned my mum. I never phoned my mum. I phoned my mum. <laughs> um, and so the next day I'm sat there and the door opens and um, this guy walks in and he goes, hello. And I go, you're not from the one show. And he goes, no. Oh, do you remember me? We went to college together. I listened to your podcast, and I went, "Oh, um, wow, uh, awkward." And um, yeah, he like sat at my desk, and like this is the thing: like his intentions were completely good. He thought that I would find that funny. Um, but the illusion of the internet is that you feel that you know that person well enough to know how they would take that. Mm -hmm. um, and had he spent the last 10 years with me, he would have known that I would have taken that one thought and timesed it by a hundred and phoned everyone that meant anything to me and wanted them to share in this cool thing that I thought was going to happen the next day. Um, and, and, you know, he walked in and just said, yeah, it was all just a big joke. And I kind of went, oh, that's really shit, uh, <laughs> thing to do. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Um, my colleagues did cause they were all sat in the office with me going, that's a really crap thing to do to Matt. You know, he's taking it really seriously. Um, but you know, I was kind and courteous and shook his hand and he brought me god he brought me like gifts and things and he was quoting lines from burden's world and and it was all you know all very flattering but at the same time it just kind of completely uh summed up how this big illusion of the internet at the time and again i'd like I, I, like he's probably listened to this and i don't i don't want you know that uh, him to feel that i'm you know uh having a go at him because it, it, it again it was like an awakening for me it was kind of this forum thing coupled with that and then like two weeks later Vern or Joey said something about Thor and then uh, you know someone I found mildly irritating said something on Twitter and I just went rah and that was it it was kind of like I it just changed my perception of um of the internet and how how we carry ourselves kind of for, forevermore after that um so in answer to your question, die hard. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That was in true Matt form. Yes. Thanks, man. Yes. He went full circle on that one. He, yeah. He went full circle on that one. That's right. right Vern. Um, I don't know of one that I think we should do again. I mean, I, 
I'd kind of like to live through the Jaws one again because um, that was a great episode. Then we don't Three. have to do it a third time. <laughs> Three? I know, yeah. And, <laughs> um, but we should I, probably note guests of note as well, because I have to say... Well, I was going to we say, like, there's definitely some people we should thank. Like, you know, we were very... Like, Vern, not to cut you off, and, 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 and we will abs- you, you know, you absolutely come back to you, but, you, you like, to bring up Jaws, and, uh, like, Chris Neesman came back and recorded Jaws again with us. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, uh, he did. He came on for Fight Club. Um, G- Gabe Hardman. Like oh, the that's I- an inter- the- oh, interesting fact. I'll do one for Alec. Alec was on that Fight Club episode, but did not plug in his microphone, so I had to edit him out of it completely. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that that footage was played on the Deliberate Noise Network Awards. It was. Oh we- yeah, it was. Do you remember? There yeah, you I do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who who so guests guests of note Joey who who well, who well one we person have? we should give a we should give a big thanks to we didn't even mention like this part of the show because it wasn't really the show it was like the website but like when me and Alex started doing the written stuff um, Jay Stringer was like you know yeah. he's basically like the fifth matinee idol at that point like he was writing pretty much all those uh, all that stuff pretty much um, yeah and you know he's been on a couple of episodes as well um, one of which we we didn't release um, but not his fault my fault um, but. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Like Dan Schilling, obviously was a very early supporter of the show. Alan um, White came on. Yes, yes. Um, still a cheerleader for the show. Uh, yeah, Tabor came on. He was a guest twice. Um, Samsa, uh, of course. Yeah, Samsa was a, big, was a big supporter, especially in like our last like year or so. Um, Richards. Yeah, Ron Richards gave us a big boost with that Goodfellas. I will episode. never forget. I, I I think you you emailed me the evening after the goodfellas episode came out and um I, I can remember i was in a i was in a kfc and i called you um to say oh how's it going and you said we just broke the internet uh and you had to didn't the website broke or something it was well, like, yeah the lips and the lips and went down like because it was too many downloads hmm. yeah which was um, the, and, the only time in history that's ever happened for us yeah <laughs> like you had you got ron richards talking about goodfellas on our show so again that whole kind of um whoever you listen to you kind of you know you regularly you look up to and you hold in high regard that was a big deal for uh, like for well for me certainly for 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 all of us it's like the the dude from iFanboy is talking about goodfellas on our show and 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 people are going to find that and and they posted the link on their website that was awesome that was amazing gabe hardman jesus like the idea that gabe hardman listened to our show in order to know about it to even get on it it, it's just mind-blowing to me anybody else that might have been it i know sean sean you think you're our guest has been on the most i think really uh, yeah i think so you filled in quite a bit oh uh, yeah i mentioned taylor pillars he he was on one um who else did, did anyone else write for the website i wrote one thing for the website and that was right before the uh right before i had started working with action lab and because like when that happened that just took place over everything else and because i think like i wrote an article on the film date night Yep, that was it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah. Uh, you can't forget the great Blu-ray column that Joey had. <laughs> yes. It was very short-lived, but it was, it was my favorite thing he ever did. I did it for one whole month. <laughs> one whole month. It lasted longer than my column, which lasted a week. <laughs> See, that, that, that always makes me think of the first time that Tabor and me and Joey spoke when we did the Nightmare on Elm Street um, 
episode, which is still one of my favorite episodes because it is just you you get a franchise. You've got like eight movies to talk about and a huge documentary all in between. Um, and uh, I think Joey had used the word transfer f- about four times. And uh, Tabor, Tabor stopped and said, wait, do you guys always talk like this? And I said, yeah. And he went, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of, it was just like, I'm in, the, I'm in this environment with people I can talk about transfer with. Yes. Yeah. He, I, I'll never forget that. He just paused as if to kind of go, this is like a really safe environment for me. I'm digging this. This is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. As far as far all the people that like supported the show, uh, Jason Wood from Eleven O'Clock Comics was a big supporter of ours, especially mm. in like the last year or two. Um, he mentioned the show on there a lot, which did bring people over. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is there any? If there was anybody else, I'd really hate to like miss anybody. <laughs> Probably something I should have wrote a list. For. I guess the Deliberate Noise Network, like Derek Coward. You know, we um, uh, there was always you know retweets and things like that, and and then um. To, to even run an awards that, that you know he would edit he edited part of our footage in to to, to kind of present that i thought that was that was really cool. forget uh, simon cool. simon price who, who did oh. all the artwork oh of course he's yeah he's fantastic um, yeah to this day, I feel bad about all that free work that he did. <laughs> Jesus, he did all of the Burdens World stuff. He's done work for Future Pro Wrestling. He's, he's amazing. Nice, he's one of amazing. the nicest guys I've ever dealt with in anything. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I would have gone... Um, not so much redo, but I, I would have uh, liked to have done a, a silent movie. We never think, and, and I think I would have liked to have done, I don't know, Metropolis or um, Jekyll and Hyde or, you know, The Golem or something. To go somewhere really different and go to like some sort of German expressionism film well, I, or something. I remember just at to... one point we were going to do Metropolis, but I think that was... Yeah, we couldn't... Yeah, it was difficult to get hold yeah. of at the time as well. It's been released on like 18 different... Yeah, it got re-released. <laughs> like, the complete thing got re-released. Got released right when the show ended, I think. Like <laughs> yeah, and, and I... Yes, and since then I've got to see it on, uh, you know, in the cinema as well, which is very cool. But, um, yeah, so I think I think that would have been the thing to... to uh, um, just to make Alex sit through something... <laughs> Really, really cool. <laughs> Would we have done the original Metropolis, or we have done the Marauder? Because we've done the Marauder uh, version, I think he would have been really into it. Queen soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about what about sort of of, of recent years? Because in the last like two years, I know that I've. I've, uh, um, like you said, Vern, like you've not been kicking yourself, but it's kind of, oh, I've just watched this and I need to talk about it. Like, uh, I know that when, like, when I came out of the cinema and I saw Dread, um, 3D, I, I immediately thought of, um, of, of Joey because of the kind of Blade Runner slow mo drug stuff. Um, mm. But at the same time, it, you know, like uh, there were there were there were movies that that were worth talking about, like The Raid and like Dread and and things that got me excited. And and I went back and you know watched some horror that I hadn't watched, um, like Wolf Creek and Eden Lake and and a few recently where it's kind of oh, do you know what I I I would have liked to have talked about stuff. What about kind of stuff of of recent times that that you've kind of walked away or walked out of the cinema and thought oh that would have been that would have made a good episode. I think um, I watched it recently is that Only God Forgives with uh, Ryan Gosling. That one, like... You might have gotten a very paranoid fark reaction. That's kind of why I want to talk about it because, like, 
I don't really know what to make of it at this point. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't know if I really love it necessarily. But like, there's something there that I kind of need to hash out. And like, I feel like that would be a good one to just kind of talk about. And in terms of like, just not necessarily recent movies, but just stuff I've seen in the past two years. And I know this one was planned, um, but I'd really like to do. I really would have liked to have done like a Badlands episode. Well, uh, we did. I've, if I was to say any, we could have redone. I would have been. I would have wanted you on it to do that one. Because yeah. I think you would have brought a lot to that. Yeah, because um, I found. And clearly, like I would have liked to have done Manhunter again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it turned out all right, even though I never saw it. No, no, no. We don't even have a full episode. We recorded it twice, and it's it didn't didn't work either time. All we have is like that thirty minute segment because you used to use that old ass. Remember when like they used to have just one Skype recorder, and it's just like the MP3 free Skype recorder. Yeah. And yeah, if, if someone in the call like went down, it just erased everything you did. So, as you can see, we didn't have great Skype connections, so that happened. It's amazing that that didn't happen every single time. It really just happened then, right? Well, if, if, if y'all would have continued to do the podcast, a film that I would have loved to, like, to hear all your opinions, you know, all four, four of you gentlemen's opinions on, would have been Drive. Yes, I'm just about to say Drive. Um, that, that, yeah. I would have, you know, I would have loved to, to have heard the you know the different the different opinions on that film like i know i've talked like joy got me hip to drive and so did my, you know so did julian they got me hip to drive and i always wanted to watch it and then when it when it came on netflix i got to see it and i i absolutely loved it but no it was just one of those things I was like i, I wonder how that podcast would have went you know yeah. in my head Even though I know a lot of you, like I don't think only me and Matt went back and ever listened to episodes again. But I was curious, like, what do you guys think was the best episode that we did? Because I, I still maintain it was Sean dead. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. That was good. I like Jules. I really liked the Jules episode with Chris. I thought that was uh, that was loads of great fun. There was lots of laughs in that one, and they, and we really dug into the movie as well. I thought. Yeah, I didn't didn't really. I don't think I ever listened to them like again. But just from memory of like doing them, I would say either the Paranoid Park one or the His Girl Friday episode. Just because like I think the Paranoid Park one was so interesting because it was so divided, and then the His Girl Friday one. I don't know if it's necessarily because of the conversation, but just like I was glad that I was forced to watch that movie because that movie was pretty awesome. Cool. Uh, I think. Uh... I think um, I have very good memories of the um, of the of the Goodfellas episode. I just felt like it, it it flowed really really well. RoboCop I thought was excellent. I really enjoyed um, enjoyed that one. And anytime we to be honest, anytime we got to, we we spoke to Gabe, I, I thought um, the Night of the Hunter episode was was great. And again, a film that I wouldn't have watched maybe you know without the show um and and the you know uh, joey suggesting the lookout and that that do you know what lots of them <laughs> just t- tons of them it's difficult like you, you once you start thinking of thinking back on them um, there were lots yeah. they're all wonderful don't make me choose <laughs> I'll paranoid s- park there you go uh, i'll say um between jurassic park and judgment night 
that those are those are my two my two faves. I have a like Marty is a is all time favorite episode, but um I, I still lean towards uh, Judgment Night and uh, and Jurassic Park. But listen, and like you said, the Blade Runner one is too. Yes, and I think in all considering, the last thing I'll say, but if you go back and listen to Ghostbusters one, I think that that's still pretty impressive. That that was the first one we did. <laughs> Like we pretty we covered the basis, but like the recording doesn't sound like fantastic. But like the fact that we you talk about cover, we really covered all the bases, and that was like our and we we hit like the marks, and that was our first time out. And I still thought that I look back, I'm like I'm still pretty impressed. Think, that, that was like yeah, the first I, one. I, yeah. I, well, I think we you know that was one thing not to blow our own trumpet, but I'm about to blow our own trumpet. I think. Um, I, I think our, our all of our episodes were at the very least listenable to. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I think you would have to, you know, be hard pressed to think, oh, I can't be asked with this and turn it off. Because there's always too. someone saying something. And there's lots of different opinions, people being funny and stuff. And I've listened to, I've sort of swung through podcasts that people have recommended, and I thought, oh, I can't listen to this guy say anything else. He's so dull. Or the, they, these, these, these people have, you know, their opinions are so mundane. I can't. I can't listen to this for an hour. You know, the, our episodes are always really entertaining, and I certainly had a great time doing them. When I've gone back and listened to them back, which, is, as I say, I haven't done a great deal, but occasionally I do. And uh, I think, yeah, this was really good fun. You know, this was... There was loads of great fun in it. Hooray for us. Yay! We'll go ahead and we'll close out the episode, but um, thank you again for doing this uh, Matinee uh, Idols reunion episode and uh, putting it all out there for the people. Um, I do appreciate your time and your efforts. Period of time that y'all recorded, y'all put out a lot of quality uh, quality episodes and a lot of great episodes too. So uh, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you all for your time today. Thank you. No problem, man. You. No, Thanks for helping put it together. Hey, not a problem. And that concludes this week's Black Box. The Black Box is a member of the HHWLOD Podcast Network and is available at HHWLOD.com, where you can download previous episodes of this podcast, as well as Donnie Salvo's Tales from the Attic and John Carroll's The Carroll Chronicles. This podcast is also available on iTunes. The Black Box is also a member of the Comics Podcast Network. If you're on iTunes or the Forum for Geeks board, feel free to leave us a comment. You can also reach the podcast at blackboxpodcast1 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next episode, dream big, hustle hard, and never stop. Like didn't Matt? Didn't you once do like a? We did a Burdens World episode where it was me, you, and Simon, and uh, one of the cats um, from like BBC was, Radio um, or something like that. It was Ian Lee from uh, from Absolute Radio. It was a games episode. Ah, um, yes. And um and again, it was when you. It was your first Kickstarter. It was when Fracture had their Kickstarter. Ah, yeah. And Simon, I think Simon donated live on air. And uh, it was like, he's, I've just sent that to you. And I, I think I commented that it felt very strange that I was part of him kind of prodding you with money. And you went, I've just received it. Oh, cool. Okay. And I, all- I, just rem- I just remember Joey had to edit that. And he heard. He I heard- edited it on Christmas, I think, didn't I? Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, like, I spent the day doing that. You couldn't, you should have spent time with your family and ate, man. Uh, unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
uh, he heard and, and Joey heard all my mental breakdowns that day because uh, Skype was not too pleasant. And That's the only time I've ever heard Sean scream, and he like, screamed like "fuck!" Like when like <laughs> went out each time. Like, I'm like I I don't have the audio anymore because it was on like my other computer. But uh, I was like I should keep that just just to have it because you'll never hear that again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like I I, I I lost it after Skype went out for like the fifth time. And to the point where, like, I just started making up songs in my head, you know, and just like letting them out, just like making noises and everything, just to calm myself down. Because it was like, it was, it was fun to, re- it was fun being on that recording. But at the same time, it was like, this is the podcast that will never end. Uh, and then, you know, not in a bad sense, but it's just every single time we would get so far, Skype is like, oh, hey, fuck you, and yeah. you're done. And we'd have, we'd have to pick you up probably, where we left off. I throw this uh, in the after, you know. I know you use like an after credits thing, but anyone have any good memories of like bad Skype connections? Because there was a lot of them. Like there was a I lot remember of- Vern. Vern used to have hail, didn't you, Vern? Or it, it, it like sounded uh, that you had. Yeah, the whenever there was uh, heavy uh, wind or any kind of rain um, because of the construction of of the house, it it, it sounds like I'm hiding under a, a piece of uh, sheet metal and people are dropping marbles on it. Um, and yeah, and I would have, and you know, I'm now using a, a newer computer fan was incredibly loud all the time. Um, so yes, it's, it's quite nice to have uh, a machine that's a little bit quieter than the slicker i'm not having to sit as far away from it as possible with something in between it to try and bounce the noise off it away from uh, the mic you know oh, yeah. but yeah no skype would drop out or, or people would suddenly become robots and yeah that was uh I still I remember the time Vern, you might remember this um Remember this time that me and you solo recorded a, a trailer episode that alec was recording and he just disappeared yeah. <laughs> like he was on the show at the beginning like he talked about like the first trailer and then we, we were talking and we were like all right alec and there was just nothing he was on the call but nothing and we yeah. recorded this whole episode and then alec uh just yeah. never came back i'm like well, i hope he recorded it and he never recorded it it was like one of our best episodes we ever did and i, I think like, that was uh, when i just got to college and like yeah, a your roommate was like throwing it. something at you so you said no, you like he well, he was there he was doing that but then i had a buddy show up and he like wanted to go fucking hang out or something so i was like all right so i just went wow. out and i let you guys go because i was like these dudes got it covered They're- yeah but you were recording it <laughs> yeah but it was still recording like you guys could just yeah but it. i asked for the fire like i don't have it <laughs> But we had to be it. So then, yeah, me and Alec then recorded it. Like, oh the next my! <laughs> that was, I was my low point on the show. I remember, I remember when it. Do you remember when it came to light that um, uh, for like five episodes in a row, the Skype kept cutting out for some reason, and then I think I might have mentioned that I may or may not have been playing Call of Duty online whilst recording. Uh, <laughs> I do yeah. um, you know, I lost was... like years of my life editing those shows right? <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be here for like days like trying to piece together something that would sound like a person talking but oh god it was all worth it for that headshot I'm telling you <laughs> uh, a, a Veronica Mars style kickstarter campaign um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's got a four million that's about the only thing to get Alex to do it again would be a paycheck uh, I think <laughs> That's, yeah, that'd totally. be the only thing. <laughs> We're aiming high, but I think we can. I think we can do it. Uh, you know what we need to. You know what we need to close out the show. 
What's that, Alec? I have to. I have to say the email address. <laughs> <laughs> What's that email address, Alec? All right, don't actually email it, but I think it was matineeidols@gmail.com. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at matineeidols, and as always, subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Matinee Idols in the iTunes Music Store. Oh, just oh, good luck finding it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's poetry. I mean, if anything, this has sort of restarted. I mean, this has opened up a lot of wounds for me. I'm quite confused now.